Hello, Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson. My co-host is Sean Strauss. Well, pro boxing returns to the armory this Sunday, June 27th, in a nationally televised fight card on Fox. In the main event, David Morrell Jr., a native of Cuba, now fighting out of Minneapolis, defends his WBA super middleweight title against Mario Cazares of Mexico. Both fighters are unbeaten. Morel and Cazares previewed the fight at a Friday morning press conference in Minneapolis, and the Minnesota Fight Night podcast was there. This special edition of the podcast offers highlights from the presser and one-on-one interviews with the PBC's Miguel Flores and Warriors Boxing President Leon Margulis. Warriors Boxing is promoting the event. Let's start with Miguel Flores. Well, thanks for joining me, Miguel. Uh, very exciting to have boxing back here at the Armory. We're just really pumped here in Minnesota. Um, talk about the card this Sunday. Um, great headliner, David Morrell versus Mario Cazares. Um, talk about that fight. Um, I mean, it's it's a, an exciting fight, super middleweight clash. Uh, you know, it's awesome to be back in Minneapolis, first off. Uh, yeah. One thing I love is uh, Minneapolis, ha- they bring a crowd. Like the, It is a great fight atmosphere here in Minneapolis and being mm-hmm. at the Armory, a uh, very historic building and venue. And uh, we've had a lot of great fights, got a lot of great fighters from here, Jamal James and now David Morrell Jr., who's kind of adopted Minneapolis as kind of his pseudo second hometown here in the United States. Um, Morrell, highly touted prospect. I mean, he had a decorated amateur career. A lot have, a lot of push has been going behind Morrell, and they're bringing him along slowly. He's now the WBA regular super middleweight champion. He's got a tough test in Mario Casares. This is his United States pro debut, mm-hmm. so this is kind of an introduction for the people here in the U.S. to kind of see what he can do. And if they haven't seen him, exciting fighter. He's had all of his pro bouts down in Mexico. So this is a fight that Morel certainly is favored in, but he can't overlook a guy like Cazares because he's playing with house money. He's coming in. He's also undefeated. Um, he has an opportunity, a massive opportunity, to not only become the regular super middleweight champion for the WBA, but you beat a guy like Morel, who a lot of hype is behind, a lot of... Uh, his, like I said, his decorated amateur career that people know about. And if you beat a guy like David Morrell Jr., you put yourself on the map in that super middleweight uh, division uh, for Casera. So he has a huge opportunity ahead of him. And if you're Morrell, you want to continue to stay the course, uh, put on a dominant performance. He's fighting here in Minneapolis, so it's a great opportunity for him um, to showcase himself in front of, like I said, his kind of pseudo hometown. Yeah, I know. He's really excited to fight here. Um, we actually talked to Morel on the podcast, and uh, he's, he's just he's so much fun to watch, and he has so many tools, um, stellar amateur career. Um, do you think he, he belongs in that conversation with some of the top super middleweights like the, the Canelos of the world, the, the Caleb Plants, David Benavides? I wouldn't go that far yet just because he's so young. I mean, mm-hmm. he's only got four pro victories. I mean, mm-hmm. and you talk guys like Canelo and Caleb and Benavides. I mean, that would be put throwing them into the deep end. 
very quickly. And I think, you know, what they're doing is they're being smart with him. Um, you got to bring him along slowly. Yes, he's had a ton of amateur fights, but you can't, it's hard to put him in that class just yet. I think they're doing a smart job putting him in against a guy like Cazares, who's still a very tough fight. He can learn a lot about himself. He's fighting an undefeated fighter. Caceres is an all-action type of a fighter, too. He's going to bring the fight to Morel. So I think you got to continue to bring him along that way because, yeah. like I said, putting him in a guy, against a guy like Jamal Charlo or Benavidez or Plant or Canelo or uh, Boo Boo, I mean, that's, that's asking yeah. a lot for a guy who's only had four pro fights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, well, we'll see. And, you know, hopefully he can make a statement here yeah. and then go on to bigger and better things. But, you know, Cazares, like you said, no soft touch. Had a win over uh, Chavez Jr. Mm-hmm. in his most recent fight, I believe. So um, it'll be a, it'll be a, it's a compelling fight, um, and we're, we're all looking forward to it. So, um, and, and by the way, I love your work on the broadcast um, calling the fights and awesome. so on. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. It's fun. I yeah. love doing it, showing, showcasing to the international audience, bringing those fights. And uh, like I said, we're excited to be back here at the Armory. I mean, obviously COVID prevented a lot of, you know, travel and putting on shows. And that was probably the toughest part. You know, you didn't have those fight fans in the atmosphere. We are doing a lot of studio shows. But now that it seems like we are towards the end of the pandemic, um, Minneapolis certainly was one of the top cities that we were excited to come back to uh, mm-hmm. because of how amazing the crowd is, how amazing the, the fans appreciate good fights. And, and we certainly have had some really good fights, like I said, here um, at the Armory. Yeah, it's so rich in boxing tradition. Mm-hmm. Uh, Henry Armstrong fought there, Fritzy Zivic, some of the all-time great, Sir Ray Robinson. Yep. So um, it's, and, and it's, and it's, sort of blends the the best of that old school boxing aura with with just a modern beautifully renovated facility so it's uh it's 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 really awesome to watch the fights there so i'm biased but (laughs) (laughs) no trust me i i've seen fights in mgm grand um Mm -hmm. cowboy stadium Mm -hmm. um and the armory there's something special about the armory for sure with just like how, like you said, it's a historic building, but it has a modern feel to it. And uh, you, when you go somewhere, you want to go to a city where the city appreciates having these fights, and Minneapolis certainly does. Oh, absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about the undercard and some of the highlights? Yeah, exactly. There? The highlights, I mean, that the fight of the night actually may be Brandon Glanton and F.A. Tobor Apochi. I mean, that is mm. the, that's the co-main event, cruiserweight division. Both guys undefeated. Both guys are... Yeah, that's going to be a banger. Like, that's mm-hmm. going to be a don't bleak type of a fight. Um, both, I think, 11 knockouts for Glanton in 13 pro fights. And then you have uh, Apochi, who's been highly decorated. Another, a lot of big push going behind Apochi. 11 pro fights, 11 victories, all 11 by knockout. It's a definitely don't blink type of a fight. Mm-hmm. I can't see it going the distance at all. It's certainly going to end in a knockout. I'm pretty sure about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Glanton's no pushover. Like I said, he's also undefeated. Big, strong guy. And Apochi, he's, he, it seems like he, he's in matchups that seem kind of 50-50, and he just mm-hmm. destroys his guys. I mean, he destroyed Deion Nicholson just a few months ago, mm-hmm. and Deion Nicholson was an undefeated fighter. 
and he demolished them. So it just kind of goes to show you how talented and how powerful Apochi is. I mean, and he's looking to destroy a guy like uh, a Glanton. But like I said, Glanton has a huge opportunity ahead of him, undefeated as well. And uh, Apochi's going to have his hands full. Yeah, looking forward to that one for sure. Um, it's nice also to see just from a local perspective, we do have a couple local guys here on the card, uh, Joe James and uh, Vishan Owens. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Vishan had a, a great fight with the Towering Inferno at the Armory yes. a few years back. He's, he brings it. He's a tough guy and uh, just a, a great citizen. And um, So it's nice that they can showcase some of the local talent here as well. But w what's your impression of uh, Vishan? I mean, he's he's a talented guy. I mean, he's someone, like you said, you fought uh, Sebastian Fundora, who's, you know, as we know, what Fundora is capable of now, mm -hmm. becoming a more highly regarded welterweight uh, prospect and, and now, or not super welterweight, and uh, now putting himself in line for a contender. And the way Vishan Owens was able to kind of give him some, some difficulty mm -hmm. in, in that fight here, I mean, he's a guy that has extreme talent. And again, if he continues to stay focused, like you said, Minneapolis is a breeding ground for uh, a lot of highly talented guys. As you saw, you suggested Joe James. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and you also got Jamal James, who's not on the card, but he's been yeah. on several cards here at the Armory. He's yeah. another welterweight that has put his hat into the ring for those top guys, uh, Sean Porter, Keith Thurman, Manny Pacquiao, Errol Spence. Jamal mm -hmm. James is, you know, right there as well. So, oh, yeah. I uh, Minneapolis, like I said, they not only is it a great fight city, but they have great homegrown talent that uh, is really starting to make names for themselves here. Yeah, it's great to see. I mean, and of course, Caleb Truax in the past, and yep. you know, maybe he's coming coming to the end. But uh, you know, Jamal and David Morrell and some of these young guys. Um, just uh, looking forward to watching them develop. Have you seen Joe James fight, or do you know anything about him? I have not seen Joe James fight, but I'm looking forward to seeing. I've heard from a couple of guys, you know, that this is this is a kid that you need to watch out for, and he's mm -hmm. he's someone that's got some really nice natural raw talent. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things about young prospects is you can't don't rush them. You know, mm -hmm. let them kind of develop on their own. Put them in some tough matchups let them get experience but uh, i'm looking forward to seeing him sunday night yeah great i don't want to take up too much of your time but are you going to be calling the fight uh for this one no my brother ray flores will be calling this fight uh he's down in atlanta for the tank davis mario barrios okay. card yeah. uh but i will be doing the ring announcing the ring. for the undercard fights and yeah. uh and then i'll turn it over to jimmy lennon for the tv bouts so but I'm, right. I'm looking forward to it it's it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a fun night yeah absolutely definitely looking forward to it uh well thanks miguel of I course thank time. you of yeah. course all right well it's great to hear from miguel flores uh great boxing guy really uh knowledgeable about the sport and uh it was it was fun to visit with him one quick editor's note here uh we did talk about joe james and unfortunately, after that interview, um, it was reported on, on Friday afternoon that unfortunately Joe James would have to pull out of his fight on June 27th, this Sunday. Um, his, his opponent um, came down and tested positive for COVID. So unfortunately, that fight has to be scratched. But we look forward to seeing Joe James in action again soon. And now we're going to hear from Leon Margulis. President of Warriors Boxing.
Another great card at the Armory. I think Another it's a really promotion. good card. A yeah. lot, lot of zeros on. When I was looking at the card, I was going, holy cow. Like even the, the three main events, I think five of the six fighters have zeros. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can't see anymore, but I, I saw that. Um, yeah. Five, five of the six guys on television, on a Fox broadcast, have zeros. Mm-hmm. And it's got a good mix. It's got, you know, Latin fighters and um, even some local kids. And it's a great fight, great fight card. And the fans, yeah. having the fans back in Minnesota is a big deal. Yeah. Because we had some of the, to me, the full house at the Armory, the atmosphere is better than anywhere in the country. Yeah. yeah. So I'm excited about it. Well, as fans, we're certainly pumped about it. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on Morel? I think he might be one of the great ones. I don't, you know, he's so young, uh-huh. and it's only he's only had four fights, but, you know, not many guys win their world title in their third fight. Um, and this is obviously a little bit of a step up. Uh, I think he should handle this guy, although this guy just came off a win over Chavez Jr. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just think that he's doing everything right. Um, it, there's not as many distractions here as there would be if he was in Miami in the Cuban community. Mm-hmm. You know, being up here and he's adopted this as his hometown. And, you know, even even running in the winters is not something a lot of Cubans have have. Um, you know, have experience. I just right. think that he's really got a chance to be one of the great ones. He's, mm-hmm. what, 22 years old? I mean, he's a baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. you can see he's already an elite fighter. So yeah. I, mean, I am excited about him. Yeah, yeah. And and, and the undercard looks great, too. Uh, oh, yeah. Some just uh, solid up and down. It's up, up and down. You, you mentioned uh, a, lot of, a lot of zeros on, that, on those records. Five um, of the six guys fighting on the Fox version of the card have zeros. So, That's you know. awesome. And in the, in the co-feature, both guys have zeros. The main event, both guys have zeros. Yeah, and it's good to see some of the local guys, yeah. too. Uh, Joe James and, and Vishon Owens. Yeah. Um, well, I think, it, I might be wrong, but I think Jamal Jamal James was going to fight on this show, except he got sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, looking forward to seeing him in action again, too. Now, can you talk a little bit about Warriors Boxing and how long you've been in the boxing business? I've been in the boxing business as a promoter since 96. Okay. As a lawyer since 91. Okay, yeah. And, and Warriors was formed in 01. Mm-hmm. I took, I went to work, it was, it was started by the Seminole Tribe, Florida. Okay. I went to work as the executive director for them in 05. Mm-hmm. And then I bought the company from them in 09. Mm-hmm. We've had the opportunity to promote about 20 world champions. Great. You know, and of course, we've been the regular here at the, my partner Louie and I, are, yeah. you know, regulars here at the Armory. Yeah. Uh, partially, I'm sure, because of Ned, but, yeah. you know, yeah. it's family, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Roberto Duran, we were, I was talking to uh, Louis uh, about uh, his work with Roberto Duran. That was that was uh, my, one of my first clients in the business. Really? Yeah. I met Roberto in '91. Louis brought him to my office. Really? I met Louis and Roberto at the same time. Okay. That must have been quite an experience. Working it was. With it. Yeah, it was before I was in the boxing business. Uh huh. You, you still ask. Uh, 
uh, stay in touch with him or at all? Or yeah, oh yeah. Uh, if he saw me, he'd be um. There's my lawyer. <laughs> I just he's, finished. He's, yeah. Are you watching The Kings? I, I was just going to say that. I finished. What, what a great series yeah. that was. Yeah. Yeah. He got, what did he get in, did he get in Leonard's head when they were in Montreal? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's great chatting with you, yeah. and uh, we're looking forward to boxing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're supposed to come back four times this year. Really? So yeah. what's, when, when, uh, what's the next event? Um, when, when in? August. Okay. And September and December. Wow. We have Fox events scheduled. Don't worry. Yeah, I think the next one is August 7th, if my memory is right. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll mark that down on my calendar. I don't know who's fighting yet, but... I'm sure it'll be good. It'll be good. Yeah. All right. I think that Minnesota's one of the great sports towns. It always has been. Yeah. And I think when you... And, of course, in the boxing world, there's been a few good fighters out of Minnesota, but not, say, the level of other places. So when you get a guy... A young guy like Morell who comes up here and says, listen, I'm going to train and live here and make it my hometown. You're in a great sports town, and you got a great fighter, so all of a sudden there's definitely a nexus where people are, and we got a thoroughbred living in town who's representing us, and uh, I think it's a win-win. But, um, you know, it, 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 and what he, what, you know, the weather and everything else, for him to do what he's doing shows his dedication to the sport and to, and to what his craft is. Um, I think it's interesting. I, 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 I'm, 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 I'm excited about it. I, I'm interested to see if he can actually make that transition from the, the new local fighter to the star of the city, the city franchise. Yeah. You know? Well, I know he doesn't lack confidence, and he certainly has the talent. So yeah. I think the sky's the limit for him. Yeah, so do I. Um, so you ended up, how did you end up in Minnesota? You had the connection here. Uh, so so um, Louis, my partner uh -huh. um, for years is Louis DeCubis. Yeah. Who went to high school here. Mm -hmm. And his nephew is Ned Abdul, who owns the Armory. Oh, sure. Okay. So, yeah. so it was... It was a natural. So this is really Louis' hometown. He moved to Miami, um, I don't know, 20 years ago. Yeah. And um, so this it's, it's like coming home to him because yeah. uh, his wife's sister is is Ned's mother. Okay. Yeah, so. And he was good friends with, or is good friends with our guy Rob Lear, too. They grew so. up together, went to high school together. Yeah, Southwest yeah. High School. That's right. So that's how, yeah. that's the whole relationship. So yeah. So when Louis saw the opportunity to bring a young fighter like this who was willing to come directly from Cuba, he went to Mexico first, got his residency, and then we got him a visa to the United States. And he said, look, and he said, I'm moving up here to be, very start his career up here. Um, it's an experiment, but I think it's a good one. Well, and it shows some character. He's not going to be dazzled by the bright no, lights or no. any of the, you know, the party life or anything like no, that. No. He's a, he's, 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 he, he wants to be great. He wants to be great. Working with the COD guys. Yeah, um, and they're, and they're good guys. And, yeah. And they're experienced, and they appreciate what they got, too. I mean, it, he took, you know, him and Jamal together and stuff like that. I think it's, you know, he's a... You know, I think he crosses over all levels, all, all kinds of people. Yeah. yeah. He's starting to learn the language a little. Yeah. 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 That's great. Yeah, I think it's great. I think he's going to make him a world star, you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks again to Leon Margulis for chatting with us. It's always good to catch up with Leon. And now we'll return to some audio from the press conference itself.
First, we'll hear from Maria Cazares, and then we'll hear from David Morell, as well as their interpreters. And that'll wrap it up for this edition of the podcast. Thanks for joining us. Un estilo que mis entrenadores cuando yo era amateur tenían influencia de ese estilo, así que me gusta, lo entiendo muy bien, entiendo muy bien el estilo de Morell, así que estamos listos para esta pelea. He understand, uh, I understand uh, very well the, uh, the Cuban style of, of fighting. Uh, we have a lot of influence with the Cuban style fighting, so I know Morel and I I understand exactly where he's coming from, so I'm good with that style. To be part of a main event and to get to fight for, for a championship belt, how much are you just been working to this moment and looking forward to a moment? ¿Qué tan duro has trabajado para una pelea como este, como a este nivel, siendo la pelea estelar ahora que te tienes tú la oportunidad? Mire, no, no puedo decir que es una preparación de semanas. Eh, me he preparado toda una vida para este momento. It hasn't been a preparation of a couple of weeks. I've been ready for this fight for a long time. How uh, are going to be the challenges on Sunday? ¿Qué es lo que él debe esperar de ti? ¿Qué es lo que vas a traer el domingo? Una guerra. It'll be a war. Thank you, Mark. Gracias. Yes, yes, yes. Great, great, champ. Uh, you know, you've been working hard. I know you've been working hard. How much are you looking forward to this fight on on Sunday? Sabemos que ha estado trabajando muy muy fuerte para esta pelea y qué es lo que esperamos el domingo. Nada, como ya dijo mi compañero de sobre el ring, una guerra. Sabemos a dar este México Cuba es lo una de las potencias con respecto a los demás lugares. A los demás países, a los demás boxeadores, uno de, los, de, los, de las potencias en el boxeo y una guerra lo que toca a Ciudad de Ringo. Like my opponent said, it's going to be a war. It's Cuba against Mexico. I know he's well prepared, but I've prepared better. With you know, some of your fights lately that have been stopped short, are you prepared to go length longer if need be? Or, or how do you really kind of maybe see this fight going? ¿Estás preparado para llegar a la distancia o piensas que va a ser? Una pelea rápida. No, yo, yo estoy preparado para todo. Si es rápida, rápida, se distancia, se distancia, se distancia. Yo estoy listo para lo que sea. Para eso estamos, estamos entrenando y nos mantuvimos entrenando. I'm prepared for whatever happens. If it goes a distance, I'm going to win. If it goes better, easier, in a short distance, I'm still going to win. I prepared very well for this fight. How much are you looking forward to fighting at the Armory with fans? Now you, people from Minneapolis who are adopted hometown get to come and see you fight on Sunday. How much are you looking forward to that? ¿Cómo te sientes ahora? Si vas a pelear aquí, que es tu segunda casa ya, y va a haber gente que te va a ver y tus amigos y familia. It's my home, man. It's my home, man. It's my I'm happy. I'm agradecido con my team, con everybody de Minneapolis. It's my new home. You know what I'm saying? I'm happy. What are the keys to Victory Sunday? Like, what needs to happen in order for you to come away victorious? La clave es para el domingo, para que salga el victorioso. It's plain, you know, eh, mantenerme contento, mantenerme eh, siempre sonriendo como me estás viendo, agradable, y ese, ese es el plan, no hay otro. My plan is to be always happy and ready for whatever happens, my, my mood is not going to change. So it's Cuba, Cuba versus Mexico then? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> y, 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 the, the best fight, you know, the best fight, I'm, I'm ready, I'm ready to fight, I'm ready to everything fight, I'm ready to everything guys, the one CTA, you know. Um, I'm happy, man. That's it. Thank you, guys. How you doing? Thanks, guys. Thanks. 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 Thanks